0: Welcome to Native Notion, a gaming podcast that isn't afraid to talk anything and everything. Here's your host, Klamath. Yo, 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 what's good, what's really good? I appreciate you guys showing up today. I'm sorry that I haven't been around recently. Life has really picked up for me, as I suspect that most people have. Um, Most of the stuff I'm doing is outdoors rather than indoors. So hopefully that's the case for everybody else. Um, As well, I'd like to share an update that I'm trying to improve my health physically. Um, At this time, I'm down over 30 pounds since I started dieting. Um, Well, not actually since I started dieting, but um, in December. Uh, I weighed myself when I went to the doctor, I was unhappy with that, and then in March I made an active stance to start dieting, so since then, since December, I'm down over 30 pounds, so yeah, here's to more of that, anyway, um, on today's episode... Um I I want to be talking about what is a hot topic for me, maybe not for everybody else, but based on the fact that it is getting warmer, it should be a hot topic for everyone. Um if you did not know the that May is considered to be motorcycle safety awareness month. For those who don't know, I do ride a motorcycle. I've been doing it since 2009. <clears throat> Um, I have crashed twice, fortunately, neither of those, um, killed me, but one of those did seriously injure me, which was the first one, um, I was on a test drive of this motorcycle, it was the first time, honest to god, the first time I've ever ridden one on a street. I have rode, or excuse me, I have... Gone out to ride dirt bikes before, so this one uh, would not be my first experience on two wheels, nor the fact that, uh, you know, like bicycles have been ridden before, but that's not the same. Um, I did well on that drive, and I was with the owner because he had a second uh, motorcycle, and we were just going, and I wanted to turn around at one point, but he let me know, like, let's keep going, let's keep going. So I did. Um, It was on a a two-lane highway, and this two-lane highway came up to a small town. This is when I was living in New York. It came up to a small town where it was a strange kind of intersection. It was a one-way stop, but a three-way direction. So the road that I was on came up to a north-south road, and it it curves to go north. Uh, At that point... The north and south traffic do not stop. I was looking for a place to turn around, so I didn't see the stop sign. I came around. I noticed one. I looked behind me to uh, signal what I'm going to do, and I looked back, and that's when I realized that uh, I am less than 100 feet from a head-on collision at, I don't know, 30 miles an hour on my motorcycle. Um, And uh, I, th- I did the only thing that I knew how to do at that point, which was... Uh, I, I dumped the bike. I, I absolutely put myself onto the ground because I didn't. It, if anybody knows the collision aspects that are associated with motorcycles, uh, there is a significantly higher rate of uh, serious death or, or serious injury and death when you collide. So I dumped the motorcycle. Um, fortunately, this traffic that was there was only southbound at that point and it was not northbound. Um, so the bike went sliding across the road, as did I. Um, I had some pretty significant injuries from that, uh, mostly relating to uh, like road rash. Uh, I didn't have a jacket on. I didn't have gloves on. I was wearing a t-shirt and and jeans. No, no. I did have a helmet. Um, no safety shoes or anything like that. So. Uh, I, I got pretty messed up. I also dislocated my shoulder, um, broke my wrist and my pinky in the process. Uh, you know, and the, it, it was a recovery process. Anyway, um, I bring that up because this is around the time of the year that this happened. And you see a lot of different instances where this seems to be the case. It's not always going to be a first time rider. not always going to be an inexperienced rider it's not going to be distracted driving it's not going to be uh inebriated driving or anything of that nature uh it it is literally just that people don't actively look for motorcyclists and that causes a lot of issues on top of that uh or in conjunction with that there's a lot of people who do very dumb things on motorcycles so it's a two-way street in that sense um, you have people that uh, and i've seen it myself they do wheelies uh, when they're going high rate of speed um, as if it isn't dangerous enough that you're on a vehicle that has no enclosure and no safety barriers associated with it and you're doing a um, you know like some some speed highway speeds or, or even faster um i've seen people that have put both feet off to the side um i've seen people weave in and out of traffic uh i've seen people ride in the emergency lanes like these are all things that i've witnessed myself some of them while i was on my bike and some of them while i was in a car uh you have to be aware of that like people are gonna do stupid things similarly um i've had uh i've i've had i've been hit by a car Uh, this was in 2018 2019 time frame i'm trying to remember i think it was 2019 um i was on a not a surprise a two-lane highway out in the middle of nowhere and um i was behind some traffic coming out of a state park where the speed limit was uh 25 miles an hour the highway itself was a 50 mile an hour one so when it when we got out I I waited probably a thousand feet or something and the person that was in the front there was was, I was probably behind like four cars or something person in the front didn't speed up Um, there was a car behind me just one of them and I said okay well I'm on my way to work at this point so I need to get going Uh, there was room for me to pass two cars and get in and then pass the two cars after that so that was my plan there was no traffic coming from the other direction um, so it was. I was taking the safety precautions that were necessary in that sense um, and I looked over my shoulder and I turned on my blinker and, and moved over and then I got hit by the car um, the, uh, the lady that was in the car apparently was running late to a dentist appointment and said that she hit 120 miles an hour before she passed me so i didn't see her when i looked over and i looked into my uh into my mirror there and um and i merged fortunately she didn't rear end me but i i end up getting hit on on the side of her car um it broke my uh my foot pedal uh it it broke one of the locks on one of my saddle bags it broke one of my mirrors um my elbow hit the mirror, her, her passenger side mirror, um, it ended up destroying the hubcap on her car, um, and then dented uh, dented her door from the collision. Uh, fortunately, she, she at least was paying attention enough to notice that I was merging at that point and clearly did not see her, so she did break um and swerved slightly just you know when you're going that fast you you know there's only so much you could do um the bad part of that is the the officer when he took both of our stories you know uh he was uh empathetic with what had happened um he had no record uh, no official record so he couldn't cite her for dangerous driving all he could say is that i emerged into her so i got a ticket for that kind of frustrating she didn't pursue any charges obviously or anything like that but um, it's one of those things, like this happens. You, you have to be very aware, height, heightened awareness associated with this to be able to uh, hopefully prevent things from happening that are like that. It's, it's not an uncommon story at this point for people to go out on a day and come home and then hear about somebody that died in a motorcycle crash. Uh, it's very, 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 very... Unlikely that people hear about motorcycle accidents that happened um, Because uh, somebody who crashes and gets injured generally is not news So you you won't hear that kind of thing It's kind of frustrating, uh, but there are ways for you to uh, be able to uh, there, there are ways for you to Find out information now. It's all going to be information that is in the past um, every time that there is an accident of any kind. Uh, that is, that data is end up being sent to the National Highway Traffic Safety Association. And they track all of this. Uh, it's a government um, government entity. Uh, you can find their website um, at NHTSA.gov. If you are interested in finding any, any statistics of any kind, it's basically all of them, right? All of these statistics that are reported. Some of these are not reported um, single single vehicle accidents that happen in the middle of nowhere that don't you know nobody ever responds to obviously uh, that's not going to get reported or anything like that and certainly there are there are aspects that um, that may be missed in that so realize that it, there's there's room for fudge air in, in this maybe more maybe less I would tend tend to say there's going to be more that has happened physically out. In the, in the world than what is being reported, uh, just based on the fact that not everybody reports things. not Cops don't always get involved in everything like that. Um, one of the things to note during this is, uh, and this has become a like significantly larger issue uh, since the advent of smartphones, um, if you, if you're the type of person that messes with your phone while you're driving, then uh, I can only urge you to, to, to not do that. It's not only dangerous for you, it's dangerous for all the people around you, and it's significantly dangerous for the people that don't have the safety measures that are in a car. Uh, there, there are lots of people, lots and lots and lots of people. You can probably name one off the top of your head right now that's a, like, yeah, I was in an accident and somebody hit me because they weren't paying attention. Uh, you combine that with the idea that uh, like today's world people are a lot more aggressive on the road a lot of that has come from the pandemic and the people that were forced to stay at home during that time period and not having a release and you know all of that and that we have since gone beyond that point mind you uh we are officially out of the pandemic per the cdc uh i didn't hear anything about the that on the news it it wasn't noteworthy apparently kind of kind of odd anyway um that is beside the point um so people are getting back into real life and i got to see it i'm a person that is considered to be an essential worker so i didn't get to stay home to do my job in fact i can't my job is completely incapable of being done from home everything i do uh, based on security reasons has to be done in a local location so the entire time I have been traveling to and from work um, and obviously there was a significant drop off during the, especially the beginning of the pandemic. Um, and then uh, you, you start to see like the reincorporation process and people starting moving back out and you see a lot more like frustration. Um, there's been a lot more reported incidents of people like firing guns out of cars during traffic incidents. Um there's a lot more road rage that's associated with this. It, it is, it's all just. Uh, hopefully, you know, it, it's kind of a bell curve where it's, as we come out of this, people are get getting used to it again, and their mentality changes, their psyche changes, and they, you know, tapers back down after a while. Um, why that's important for this episode is because often, the person that's on a motorcycle doesn't have any defensive nature behind a, a, their, somebody that's going to take their 3,000 pound vehicle and, and take it on or take it into them uh, I I don't think I, I want to say that's going to be like a significant minority of people both ends where um, somebody's using a vehicle as a weapon I'm not trying to say that but what I am saying is that a lot of times you, you see that I was riding uh in fact i was on a memorial ride for um not somebody that died in a motorcycle accident but a a that i used to ride with that you know due to age and, and natural circumstances passed away and we were taking them to a local cemetery um we were effectively the funeral procession we had uh cars behind us that followed us right and there's a there's a natural order in the way that you're going to do this um we were on the highway and, the, and the, it's a two lane highway um not not two one in each direction but like four four actual lanes uh with a center divide and we're in the left lane i'm on the inside of uh well on our side the inside i'm away from the guardrail and um there's an on-ramp and this is a it's a very known uh, high traffic area there's just a lot of people that live off of this uh, in this area where people are merging onto the highway um, and there's a lady who merged on and I looked right at her she had her blinker on she never looked over uh, not one time Not did not look over one single time um, she got into the right hand lane so she was okay and just continued to merge uh, I kicked her door um she she had no idea that i was there zero clue that i was there nor the other 15 or 20 people that were with me all on motorcycles um she she was probably in her 80s or something of that nature i, I don't know if hearing was a a problem for her or anything like that but i can tell you what when i kicked that door i was not messing around um that i, I mean, you know, i'm going 60 miles an hour at this point that's i'm at no point am i interested in having somebody merge on me um this is like this is a common thing you see it all over the place people just don't look when they are doing things on the road they assume that the area is clear and then make make this turn in a much less sense but a a rising trend right people will be on on their phone or doing their makeup or reading a book or or somebody's self-driving vehicle and they're not paying attention to the road you know like all of these things the people that have been drinking people that have been um that are high smoking whatever i mean whatever drug you want to put in there right um and they don't have natural control of their vehicle and that ends up causing a lot of problems you combine that with the you know the 23 year old that is on their first bike and they have uh, you know, some super powered machine that's capable of doing 200 miles an hour um, and they feel invincible while they're on it and they're doing dumb things, right? And that's a recipe for disaster. Um, it's, it is wildly, wildly important that people understand how much of a problem this actually is for people um there's there's a statistic that i saw uh and i believe it was from 2020 i believe it was 2020. um yeah uh so motorcycles make up a whopping three percent of all traffic in the united states Uh, This may be different in other locations, mind you, but I'm talking specifically from my experience So, 3% of all traffic. And for at least, like, half of the country, most of those people don't ride from, like, October to March time frame. That's that's winter time. That's when it gets icy, and that's really, really, really dangerous at that point for a motorcycle. Um, So generally speaking, these are going to be warm weather aspects which is why may is considered to be um national high or motorcycle safety awareness month because it starts to warm up uh, a vast majority of riders uh, will start riding again in may i am one of them i don't i am not interested in going out in the rain and it being 30 degrees and in trying to ride in that that is that's is not why i ride there are some people here th- where i live that do that that they uh they have a different perspective and that's what they like to do um so 3% of all riders in the United States, this is in 2020, uh, are motorcyclists, whereas 14% of all traffic fatalities occurred with motorcycles. Keep that in mind. You're 3% versus 14% of deaths. That That's a significant difference. It makes sense because motorcyclists don't have the safety measures that are built into cars. So if they're in an accident, they are significantly more likely to be injured and or die. Uh, that it's it, it is something that I hope people understand that there they, it's it's not what I would call um it, it's not what I'd call something that requires you to exert a special amount of attention to be able to understand and or be able to uh, change the culture that we have i am literally just saying you need to do the base things that are necessary of you as a driver and a rider to be able to make that happen not that's not a lot right just stop doing the things that are are making your life significantly harder uh, and more dangerous for that matter. Uh, other statistics that we do have. Um, so this is from the NHTSA. Uh, in 2020, there were 5,579 motorcyclists killed, 14% of all traffic fatalities. This is the highest number of motorcyclists killed since they started tracking this data in 1975. Uh, that's, a pretty, uh, that's a pretty significant statistic to be able to try to understand and comprehend what's happening there. I think it's fair to say that as time has gone on since 1975, more people have ridden. Um, and as more people ride, then more people, they uh, there's going to be more statistics that are associated with them. So it kind of makes sense. Um, but the fact that it keeps going up uh, that says a lot about traffic trend data. Uh, so in 2020, the number of motorcycles uh, fatalities increased by 11% from 2019. From 5,044 to 5,579. The only thing that I can think of is there was a significant influx of motorcyclists at that point. Because of the pandemic and then suddenly people had all of this money. And I do whatever. Um, somehow... There were less people on the road, so uh, I'm not sure how more people uh, in that specific year died. It's kind of strange. An estimated 82,528 motorcyclists were injured in 2020. A 2% decrease from 83,814 motorcyclists in 2019. That is significant in saying that, hey, in all of these crashes that occurred, it's actually gone down the number of injuries have gone down but the number of fatalities have gone up that tells me that speed generally is going to be a factor generally per vehicle miles traveled in 2020 motorcyclist fatalities occurred nearly 28 times more frequently than passenger car occupant fatalities in all traffic crashes that's a factor of safety motorcyclists are generally just not as safe Then 36% of all motorcycle riders involved in fatal crashes in 2020 were riding without a valid motorcycle license. That is a big, big deal. Um, It's not to say that people aren't experienced because there's going to be plenty of people that ride motorcycles without without doing uh, the necessary paperwork behind it. That's effectively what it is. Um, The key difference behind for a motorcycle license compared to like a, a Class C driver's license is you're required to take motorcycle safety courses. So that's defensive riding, that's learning how to go over objects, that's learning how to turn, that's learning um, the the proper way to ride in tandem, that's learning, uh, that's learning how to S-curve uh, so you can keep balance, that's teaching you techniques so that way you don't hurt yourself while you're riding. Right? There's a lot of really good things that go into motorcycle safety courses and if you're a person that rides a motorcycle and you haven't been to a motorcycle safety course, highly recommend it. There are advanced courses. If you're a person that's been riding for years and years and years and you're fully experienced, and you understand the basics behind how to ride a motorcycle, when to foot brake, when to hand brake, you know, things of that nature, how not to go over the handlebars. Um, then they have advanced courses that are more designed for people that do significantly more, that don't need the base understanding of how to ride a motorcycle and the defensive nature that's associated with it. Highly recommended. Highly, highly recommended. Uh, So in 2020, motorcycle riders involved in fatal crashes had higher percentages of alcohol impairment than drivers of other motorcycle vehicle or correction other motor vehicle types. 27% for motorcycles, 23% for passenger cars, 19% for light trucks, and 3% for large trucks. That's a deceiving statistic when they say percentage-wise. There's a significantly less percentage of overall riders that are motorcyclists. But what they're saying is of that three percent or you know whatever percent of motorcyclists more of them in a in a apples to apples kind of comparison if you were saying that all of the motorcycles are one pool there's more motorcyclists per pool that have been drinking compared to the pool that is more or that is all uh, passenger side vehicles so that is percentage based that's not actual numbers uh, 41% of motorcycle riders who died in single-vehicle crashes in 2020 were alcohol impaired. That um, that's actually a a very large issue. The very first thing that goes away when you've been drinking is your balance. That's been taught to us from a very young age, or most of us have been taught about that from a very young age. The moment that you start drinking, you start to lose your balance, and the number one thing that you need when you're on a motorcycle is your ability to react. And, and keep your balance. Like, legitimately that's it's wild to me that people will go out and 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 drink and ride on a motorcycle because you just I mean it is like an exponential difference of how how much more dangerous it becomes at that point. In states without universal helmet laws, 57% of motorcycles killed, motorcyclists killed in 2020, were not wearing helmets, as compared to 11% in states with universal helmet laws. Um, that that's uh, there. I've been in a couple of states where that's not the case. I lived in Arizona, and in Arizona, you don't have to wear a helmet as long as you're not on the highway. Uh, when I was in New York, I went to New Hampshire and Vermont and you get into um vermont and there's no no helmet law whatsoever and I, I mean i went out to there's a motorcycle rally called laconia it's the second largest on the east coast uh daytona being the largest and um there were people riding without helmets all over the place i i understand from a perspective of like it was 102 degrees that day you just you just want air to flow across your head i get it i get it i get it having a person that's been down multiple times Um, i take the safety precautions that are necessary to protect the most important thing that i have which is my brain i hope other people do the same i truly it's i mean it's it's a stark difference with how how much that is varying it has been proven with data like straight data how much safer it is to wear a helmet on a motorcycle in terms of a, a crash killing you versus a crash not killing you. So it, it's, uh, I mean, there are just lots and lots and lots. Uh, I mean, there's data from, from everywhere. That's from the National Highway Safety um, Traffic Advisory Committee. Um. And, and there's, mind you, there's not a lot of data from 2021 and like none from 2022 because it hasn't been analyzed yet. Um, so and, and it's going to be a lot of times it's on the states to publish their data before it gets published by the NHTSA so you may have to research your own specific state in order to find what it is that uh, like the data in your location uh, I tend to um, I, I tend to look at the information that's associated with the state that I live in and I also compare that to what it's like in California um, there's a lot of people that move here from California. So there's a lot of uh similarities with how people are driving. Um and and according to uh an attorney website um that that talked about it. Um according to the California Highway Patrol's uh SWITRS data uh for for twenty twenty one total of three thousand or thirteen thousand three hundred and eighty one injury and fatality motorcycle crashes occurred in the state Uh, in 2020 539 motorcyclists were killed so that's that's information that they were that they released in 2021 specifically speaking they said that los angeles county had the greatest number of accidents um with about 2800 of them which makes sense it's the largest city and therefore you're gonna have the largest percentage of people that are involved uh, of the 2800 133 were killed and 30 uh, 3068 were injured um about 37% or th- excuse me 30% uh, were sustained injuries uh yeah it's it, i mean there's just data and data and data and data that you can find that talk about this um, there was a, a news article that came out um, just recently. So uh, I, I live in um, Washington State, and I pay attention to a lot of the uh, a lot of the traffic safety that happens in the area. Uh, we had a major roadway that's I don't know two miles, three three miles from my house or something like that. It's not very far. That got shut down at the end of last month. Due to an accident that happened between a motorcyclist and a um a vehicle um to do, do it let's see it says a 30 year old man died after a motorcycle versus truck collision on this road back in at the end of april the incident occurred just before 3 30 pm so this is broad daylight time frame. Broad daylight. This road is four lanes worth of traffic with businesses on every side of the road, um, and, the, and it's a major intersection that's right there. So there's a lot of cross traffic that are, that's in the area. Uh, so the, it's not a it's not a um, an issue of darkness. It's not an issue of well. Um, this in this case there wasn't an issue that's associated with speed the the speed limit is 40 there but it's where this happened was like just after the intersection so i don't think they were driving 40 at that point um and there was no impairment on either side there's no impairment on either side uh so the the man that was killed Uh, was riding a 1998 Harley-Davidson motorcycle that was hit by a 2008 Dodge Ram 1500 pickup truck driven by a 79-year-old man. So there's part of that there, uh, the facts that are coming out, is like this this man that was driving, um, he probably doesn't have the necessary awareness to be seeing motorcycles. Not to say that he isn't able to drive or anything like that, uh, but his reaction time is certainly lower. Um, his sight has probably decreased over the years and things of that nature. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Uh, first responders uh, had the Olympian man airlifted to Harborview Medical Center, which is like the state's number one hospital. Um, and then he died the next morning, based off of uh, succumbing to the injuries that he had. Uh, the The truck driver was towing a boat and based on a preliminary investigation he said it appeared that the young man tried to turn left from a private driveway and failed to yield to the motorcycle that tells me he didn't see him he just didn't see him um on my motorcycle i i have replaced the exhaust on it and i've put um exterior lighting on that and it is bright light. Ah, uh, the intention for that is, uh, it it is both loud and uh, and very visual. If somebody was to tell me they didn't see me, they're a fucking liar. Uh, that is, I mean, you think I'm joking? You can hear my motorcycle at the end of the road, and I I'm, I live a quarter mile from at the end of the road. You know, it is very loud, intentionally. Uh, when I was living in upstate New York, this was after I got into um, got into the accident. Uh, I was riding along the uh, main road that went through town. I came off of a side road. There was a ton of traffic. There happened to be an opening. I had a sport bike at the time. I no longer have a sport bike. Um, and I merged into traffic. Uh, when I merged into traffic, um, there was enough room for, say, like, uh, I don't know, two cars at that point. So I was, I felt comfortable in my ability of doing that. I end up merging in front of a police officer. And that police officer pulled me over. Um, when he pulled me over, I turned off my bike. And he he walked up. He goes, do you know why I pulled you over? And I said, no, I actually have no idea. I wasn't speeding. I didn't take any dangerous acts. I didn't cut anybody off. Uh, I, I'm, I'm like legitimately not sure why you pulled me over. He goes, you cut me off on the roadway. And I was like, how did I cut you off? And we had a discussion. It wasn't like a... there wasn't a bunch of like um it, it wasn't arguing or anything like that uh shortly after we started talking there was another police car that pulled up um who was in the parking lot that was very near to that and it's it's not uncommon for police officers to show up in in multiple vehicles and stuff like that so um the conversation we had started leaning towards he thought that my exhaust was illegal uh, I had a stock exhaust, with the exception of the muffler. I removed the muffler and put a slip-on on it, uh, so it's certainly louder than it used to be. Uh, intentionally, though, uh, there's a there's a sticker you will see, or or a patch that you will see that motorcyclists wear let's uh, say that uh, loud pipes save lives. They're they're not lying. That is incredibly true. Um, so when the when the other cop pulled up, he he gets out of the car, and goes, "Hey, what's going on?" And he goes, "Oh, I just got this guy here," um, and, and he goes. Okay, so what's going on? And he goes, did you, happen to, uh, did you happen to see him? He goes, no. And Mind you, where he was, I drove right past him. Uh, so this is the second cop. I drove right past him. So the fact he didn't see me is, uh, is very, very, uh, it's wild. But, you know, I mean, he could have been working on his laptop or something. He was parked. It's not like he was doing anything unsafe. It, it doesn't. Anyway, uh, so... Uh, he goes, no, I didn't see him. And I said, but did you hear me? He goes, yeah, of course I heard you. And I was like, and that, yeah, exactly. Um, and he goes, I think your exhaust. The guy that pulled me over is, I think your exhaust is illegal. And I was like, I don't think you're qualified to say that, uh, but I don't know what I've done that's illegal. All I'm saying is that right now you're pulling me over because you felt like I did something dangerous where I didn't. And you're getting confirmation that the reason that I'm, the thing that you don't like about my motorcycle is the reason that I have that uh, that in, in that town it was not uncommon for sport bike riders to be pulled over and then Harley Davidson's or, or other cruisers or baggers or whatever it is um, to be let go even though there could be like you know the same um, same amount of noise coming from their exhaust So that is it's just um, it's a it's a like a very it's an important thing for motorcyclists I can tell you what there's very few motorcyclists that say they, they got their exhaust solely for the purpose of excuse me uh, solely for the purpose of sounding cool it's not really a thing for motorcyclists i mean it is but it's not a lot of times they do it and it's like yeah it sounds good but also people can hear me on the road now because from a from a dealership a um the exhaust on a bike is generally like it's got like four mufflers inside of it right on top of your own muffler that is uh, installed on the end so yeah kind of wild to say that um this continues to go on it says knight um knight who i believe was the uh was the officer involved so the police did not believe speed was a factor in this collision. And there has been no indication that either drivers were impaired. And then they're evaluating charges. I remember that my wife brought that up to me. Obviously, it was like a Facebook thing right where it was happening. And she's very concerned about things like that. Because obviously, I ride the bike and stuff like that. Um, And I was just like, God, man, it's just another incident of where this continues to ring true. And then two weeks, no, a week later... Uh, there was in the same intersection one was heading east west no north south excuse me and the other one was heading uh east west the same intersection there was a 20 year old uh man who was on his bike and got ended up getting into um a car versus motorcycle collision and got airlifted to Harborview medical center i don't know the status of this person um it but it's a in a in a, a week time period or a week and a half time period, I think it was, uh the there's a another incident in the same intersection where you know uh, somebody they're putting their life in their own hands and it and it's being tested. It's one person has lost their lives. For sure, one person has lost their lives. Um yeah this happened at twelve thirty in the afternoon again middle of the day like there's no reason that you can't see somebody unless you're not paying attention now oh well i mean if people are doing dumb things you can't control that right in this case speed speed wasn't uh speed wasn't a factor and alcohol impairment or drug impairment was not a factor so again it's basically ideal situation it's nice and warm outside the people are driving the speed limit no one's doing anything extraordinary people are just impatient that's what it came down to um they collided in the middle turn lane which was like what driver of the pickup truck was uninjured which makes sense um there's no signs of impairment in it and it has been wrapped up um and mind you they said it was in the same intersection well the 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 paint on the ground from where they marked up everything for the previous one was still was still in the roadway where this happened so is based off of the the account for um the police responders because it was in the same area i'm not if i'm not mistaken it was the same yeah it was the same people that responded, the same officer that was um, the one that spoke before, when um, he came out and said, like, it, it's eerie how similar these two accidents are. Uh, just all I can say is, like, please, please, please do everything you can. Do everything you can to be aware of everything that's happening around you, especially when you're in a vehicle. That could be on a motorcycle or in a car or a truck or you know, whatever it may be, if you're in a vehicle, be aware. That's not just the driver, by the way. If you're a passenger, please, 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 do everything you can assist the driver. Man, um, it it is. It's entirely too important to the lives of the people that are involved for you to ignore that. I hope that, I hope that rings true for lots of people. I hope that, you know, things are finding you well. Um, I I hope that. You never have to experience anything like that. I I have been twice now. Uh, people I know that were killed um, one in a head-on collision and and another um, and somebody who turned into a business in front of them um, in motorcycle accidents. Right, speed speed wasn't an issue in either one of those. On the first one, the the passenger on the motorcycle passed out on on the back and forced. Um, forced them over the double yellow line and they went head on and, and died on impact um the the second one was the the driver that turned into the business didn't see him on uh, on the road and i don't i don't know the full details as far as far as like what he did uh but um he collided and it wouldn't surprise me if he died on impact as well right the broad side of a vehicle when when you hit them straight on even if you even if you break sometimes it's not enough so yeah please do everything you can uh i hope that you don't have to experience the things that i've had to experience um it's it's truly tragic especially when it's avoidable um if you are a motorcycle rider rider please do everything you can to keep yourself safe and uh be responsible as a rider on the road you know what you're supposed to do you know that drivers aren't looking for you be defensive Be extremely defensive um, if you are a uh, a person that uses a passenger vehicle understand that as the summer summer months come closer and it warms up there's going to be more motorcycles that are on the road so that requires you to be more attentive um, and, and be aware of that take the steps necessary to ensure that you're not part of the reason or at all and not involved all right i hope this catches you at a good time i hope that uh i hope that you are well and um I, i'm gonna i'm gonna sign off now but i hope that i hope to be able to um to be able to put out some more episodes and things like that as it stands right now I am I am essentially recording when ideas come to my mind. So if there's anything that you want me to talk about, or anything that you find interesting, or things things that you might think that I have an opinion on that you'd be interested in hearing, please let me know. Uh, as well, I I will entertain the idea of having people on the on the podcast. I do have a plan uh, where I'm going to be doing one with one of my best friends uh, growing up. We'll see if and when uh, that can happen. Some some life is getting in the way, so you know it is what it is. We'll make it happen. Um, yeah, feel free to, to reach out. You can find me. Uh, you can find me on most of the major platforms. Uh, I don't have a TikTok. I'm on Discord, Twitter, Twitch, um, you Instagram, uh, all of those different things. I haven't streamed in a long time because well. Even though I have time, like when, like right now, I have time to do this. Um, a lot of times, there are other things that take precedence, like you know, getting work done around the house and and yard work and you know things of that nature. And then in the afternoons, my kids are home and stuff like that, and it's just not conducive for that. Um, yeah, feel free to reach out. I appreciate you. Let me know what you think about the podcast. You can DM me on any of those. I haven't been active on Twitter. Uh, in fact, I haven't been on Twitter for a while so um let me know you can reach out to me um i'll do my best to get back to you all right hope this finds you well and i will catch you the next time take it easy peace thanks for listening to native notion make sure you subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes in the meantime keep up with klamath by following him on twitch hover and twitter all links are in the show notes until next time